Hello, everyone. Patriot Underground here. And I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to discuss the importance of protecting your money with precious metals like gold and silver. Now, obviously, we are in the midst of an ongoing financial collapse. And over the past several months, starting with the fiasco of Silicon Valley Bank and then First Republic, which was the second largest U.S. bank collapse in history, we're gradually seeing the big fish swallow up the little fish in an attempt to prevent all of us from having a safe harbor to protect our assets in this coming storm. And we know that this is going to intensify because regardless of what the Federal Reserve does at this point, they're in a no-win situation. So folks, it's very wise at this point to take decisive steps to protect everything that you've worked so hard to earn. And that's why I've partnered with the best company in the business to help my audience make this critically important financial maneuver while they can, and also put themselves into a position to capitalize on the rising price of precious metals as the fiat economy tanks, and the banks all collapse like dominoes. Mark my words, this will be happening over the next several months. And so now is the time, folks. Don't wait. Click on the link in the description for patriotundergroundgold.com, and I promise you, you will be very happy that you did. Folks know that I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that the Lord is giving all of us the opportunity to have this type of foresight so that we can make the right choices to protect our financial resources. PatriotUndergroundGold.com, folks. Click the link in the description. Don't wait. Get started today. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is September 27th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So today I'm going to do a situation analysis report, and we're going to talk about some of the recent developments that are indeed contributing to this climactic reversal moment, which all of us are anticipating will unfold over the next several months. There's a lot to discuss tonight, folks, but I thought what we could do to frame our discussion is begin with an essential question that I do believe will provide an excellent backdrop and lead us into a broader conversation about the various different theaters of this war and how each is progressing exponentially with every passing day, despite the optical guise of disinformation continually deployed by the enemy. So as I was compiling my notes for the show today, it occurred to me that examining the question of how the world is changing as we're building toward the reversal of the matrix is essential to examine because this really gets right down to the heart of the matter. And it allows us to cut through this increasingly thick fog of war as we progress toward the finish line. Now, certainly the deep state is being exposed and on an even deeper level, this satanic presence that's always been amongst us is being increasingly revealed as time passes. And we're going to look at some examples of that tonight. We also have the ongoing congressional investigations and the impeachment inquiry into fake Biden, which are going to be monumentally important in terms of unraveling this web of evil. And then, of course, we also have the geopolitical tie-ins that correlate with the controlled demolition of the fiat debt prison. And certainly, there's the ongoing fifth-generational warfare that's becoming increasingly evident as time goes on, and the alliance continues kinetic operations to take down the cabal's infrastructure, as well as save victims of human trafficking. 
So from a 40,000-foot perspective, we're going to examine each of these categories tonight. And we're going to hone in on some of the recent developments to, to paint a picture of the trajectory of this war, where we are at this stage of the conflict, and what's likely to transpire as we move forward into Red October. It's a certainty, folks, that the matrix is being revealed with every passing day. And that is as the result of the White Hats continually exposing the truth about governments all over the world. And not only governments, but big tech, big pharma, mainstream media, Wall Street, on and on and on. For a long time, we've heard the phrase, drip, 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 flood. And I do believe that that flood is just around the corner. And just like Noah, all of us have been building our spiritual, emotional, and intellectual arcs together in preparation for this epic storm. Now, even though it's not acknowledged by the mainstream media for obvious reasons, the reality is that we have seen major political figures step down all over the world at a rate that is so alarming that it can only point to a seismic shift and geopolitical realignment that's happening as the result of alliance operations to bring down the enemy covertly. And certainly, the most recent example of that is the depraved criminal who was at the helm in Australia throughout the entire course of the pandemic, Mr. Andrews. He was removed just like Jacinda Ardern. And even though these clowns are still paraded around in public and they're appearing on the surface to move on to different positions, in the private sector, or simply jumping on board with the World Economic Forum full-time, the reality is, is that they have been publicly removed from positions of power and authority. Now, for folks who don't have a firm understanding of deep fakes and of cloning technology, there's a level of cognitive dissonance that seems almost insurmountable when you get into the conversation of key players in high positions being replaced. But this audience, of course, knows very well how easy it is for an actor or a hologram or CGI or a clone, any of the above, how easy it is to use these tools to beguile the public, even well-meaning folks within our own community. These individuals are being put into the spotlight for a very specific reason. And this really ties back into the criticism that you often hear about Trump in terms of his cabinet picks and the individuals that he continually chose to surround himself with. Even in the broader conservative mainstream community, you continually hear this criticism of Trump as if he didn't know exactly what he was doing and didn't have very specific reasons for doing it. There are many individuals out there who mean well, but they lack any understanding of the art of war, any understanding of game theory, and the overall strategies employed by the White Hats to take on this enemy in this asymmetric war. Heck, a lot of people out there don't even want to acknowledge that the White Hats exist. They scoff at the idea, and they're supposedly on our side. There are a lot of individuals that are continually approaching analysis of where we are right now through a three-dimensional lens. And then they wonder why nothing makes sense. It's because they haven't expanded their consciousness beyond the conventionally accepted mainstream Overton window. I just saw an example of this the other day when I was watching Jan Halper Hayes be interviewed by an individual who was pontificating about Trump's mistakes in terms of the individuals he surrounds himself with. And it really was a stark reminder that even 
conservative, well-meaning folks who generally have the right political instincts still have a very narrow ability to discern, to perceive what's actually going on and has been going on in the background this entire time. To me, it's unbelievably obvious that Trump and the alliance are putting the biggest and most egregious criminals in the spotlight for all to see and examine and discover their allegiances and what organizations they're tied to. This has all been about getting folks to see and experience for themselves what no one could ever tell them and make them believe in the absence of firsthand knowledge. It was amazing to me watching this interview and thinking to myself, here you have an individual who is directly involved with a task force at the DOD that's entirely focused on gauging the consciousness of we the people in preparation for military intervention to rectify an attempted genocide in a treasonous, seditious plot to initiate a coup against a duly elected sitting president. Jan Halper Hayes has been out there revealing that the entire approach has been to highlight certain individuals by putting them in the spotlight and in positions of power to prompt the Great Awakening. And yet we have this individual conducting the interview that doesn't seem to understand even the most basic precepts of the Q strategy. And by the way, this isn't intended to be a criticism of anyone specifically, but rather to emphasize the point that we still have a lot of work to do in terms of elevating the consciousness of humanity, especially when you consider the efforts that are still ongoing to broaden the perception of people within our own community. This is all about revealing what humanity has been blinded to our entire lives. So there's only so far I can go in terms of being critical of individuals out there who just don't seem to get it. But it's important to recognize the barrier of indoctrination by way of complete deception is still very much a challenge to deconstruct because so many individuals out there are still operating at a level of consciousness that's been pre-programmed for decades. And they simply don't want to consider that which is beyond the boundaries of what the mainstream media defines as possible. They know that something's wrong. But their approach to analyzing it gets hopelessly mired in criticism due to lack of ability to conceptualize what this war is really all about. They seem to have an inability to move beyond mainstream verification of information for it to qualify as the truth, because they're still trapped in the MK Ultra paradigm that wants us to believe that authority equals truth. But in a world of universal deception, it's an obvious pitfall to rely on authoritative verification when the entire construct of authority is the lie itself. All of us in this audience have come to recognize that the truth is found in discernment, which is a spiritual exercise, while the masses remain trapped in the cabal-controlled arena of logic and reason and verification. A lot of people would rather a faulty perception of reality based on the limitations of the five senses as opposed to engaging in a limitless ability that's inherent inside of all of us to perceive the truth, to discern. And that ability transcends the senses and can identify the deception itself. And so while it's true that the mental construct of the cabal still exists inside of all of us, we, the pre-awakened, the people in this audience, have come to recognize that the only way to extricate oneself from a false reality 
is being able to acknowledge the lie, even as the full scope of the truth has yet to emerge, all while maintaining faith that it will in due time. And of course, that faith is rooted in all that we've seen transpire with an eye that can recognize the truth amidst the unanswered questions. Because we understand that the ability to answer them has been made virtually impossible by design. You see, so many people don't even understand that humanity is in the process of ascension to higher dimensions of consciousness, of existence itself. They just want to focus on the political maneuver. And they haven't even begun to recognize the false paradigm upon which their entire approach to analysis is based. But of course, this audience has long since graduated from those lower levels of consciousness that I'm describing. We've come to discover that the path to the truth is best navigated by identifying the grand lie rather than reverting to it for proof. We've dropped the weight of acceptance contingent upon verification, and we've embraced the uncertainty of discovery by way of accessing higher levels of consciousness. That's what this is all about. We seek the truth beneath the surface, understanding the process of getting to the truth to be entirely at odds with informational parameters established by our enemy. And so as a result, we see the truth that others are blinded to because they haven't gone within to examine the basis of their approach to analysis and discovered it to be built upon a faulty foundation. That's why the most awake are those most willing to admit their own limitations, whereas others are too afraid to detach themselves from ego, from the process of discovery, which requires humility. But fortunately, we've avoided that pitfall by God's grace. And therefore, we can fully appreciate all that has happened, all that's happening, and all that's ultimately going to transpire in the months ahead. While so many others remain in a prison of ignorance, quite frankly, to which their free will ultimately holds the key. Now, having digressed for a moment, and for good reason, I think, let's return to the essential question that I posed at the beginning of the show and examine in more detail how the world is changing. I mentioned the downfall of governments, which is rapidly accelerating by way of resignations and, of course, military coups like we've seen transpire in Africa. I think we're on number nine or 10 in the past couple of years, and in other places as well, that provide a preview of what's coming to Europe and America. And folks will recall the breakdowns that I've done recently pointing to BRICS as the ultimate geopolitical engine driving this realignment. So without rehashing all of the details, suffice to say that the military and economic support provided by Russia and China has both enabled these changes to take place and emboldened other nations to defy the cabal, emboldened them to engage in their own military coup. In short, because they don't need our energy, they don't need our currency, and perhaps most importantly, they don't need our military protection any longer. And all of this was made possible because of the Russian incursion into Ukraine, which began in February of 2022 and ultimately was aimed at dismantling the hidden foundation of evil, which enabled the fiat system, this Ponzi scheme, to be propped up as long as it has been. They took down 
the human trafficking infrastructure behind the scenes. They closed the money laundering centers that were masquerading as banks. And they eliminated the biolabs manufacturing the pathogens that were intended to help the cabal achieve their depopulation goals. Not only that, the war was intended as a tool to fracture NATO and precipitate in Europe the same type of military coups that we've seen in Africa. And just as we discussed months ago, we're now starting to see the fractures emerging on the European continent. And just as we discussed months ago, we're now starting to see the fractures emerging within NATO, most glaringly in the recent rift between Ukraine and Poland, which has been their staunchest supporter and ally since this war began. And as folks know, the announcement that no further weapon shipments or defensive support will be forthcoming is a precursor to outright NATO defection. That's only being amplified by the war of words between Zelensky and the Polish prime minister, who warned him to never insult Poles again. And by the way, we saw this coming months ago when the Nord Stream 2 false flag began to emerge into the mainstream consciousness after Cy Hirsch came out to publicly reveal that this is a CIA operation to prompt World War III. Obviously, there are many more details that emerge that I'm not going to rehash here. I'm sure folks are very well aware. And we also have to keep in mind that the alliance knew full well that NATO's support of Ukraine would cause its dissolution because of the economic and industrial disparities that exist between the West and Russia and China. In other words, NATO cannot sustain the war effort for long enough to win because of the systematic deindustrialization of the last several decades here in the West which was actually set in motion to set the stage for a CCP invasion of the United States. The enemy never anticipated an alliance between Russia and China, or more specifically, I should say, between Russian patriots and Chinese patriots to unseat the CCP from power. Their plan was to have the CCP invade America with a crippled manufacturing base so as to minimize resistance and enable a full takeover. What they didn't anticipate was that Xi Jinping would take down the CCP from within. And so now all of these NATO countries are jumping ship so as not to be drowned in the process of coming to Ukraine's aid, just as the Polish prime minister was quoted as saying in the UN General Assembly last week. So when Russia went into Ukraine, they masterfully set up the eventual dissolution of NATO, which they knew would initially take the bait of Putin as an aggressor, Putin as Satan, Putin as prompting World War III, on and on and on. But ultimately, as the truth came out, like they say, a lie spreads across the world in a matter of seconds. The truth takes quite a bit longer. But ultimately, it always comes out. And as the truth came out, and the economic and industrial desperation set in amongst the NATO countries, the alliance knew that self-preservation would cause the people of these nations that are being used as puppets and pawns to rise up in defiance of the cabal's puppets that are running the government at the very top. And they also knew that the patriots within the militaries of these NATO member nations would wait for the appropriate and required amount of public support before intervening publicly to unseat these criminals for power. And that's why all of these moving geopolitical, economic, and military pieces 
connect back to the expansion of consciousness, which is ultimately what's necessary for this plan to work. The exact topic that I was discussing at the top of tonight's show. And so as it becomes increasingly clear that not only is the war completely unwinnable by Ukraine, but also that the pretext for involvement was an outright lie from the onset, we're seeing NATO member nations move increasingly closer to outright public defection. This was all planned by the alliance to pull Ukraine as the thread that would eventually unravel their entire web of evil, and it's happening. And then similarly, over in China, there's a plan that was drawn up long ago, preparing to go operational, using the pretext of an incursion into Taiwan in order to right all of the major wrongs on the Pacific Rim. And the consequential events stemming from this, I do believe, will constitute a major aspect of the coming scare necessary event, including North Korea, as I've talked about recently. This is also a scenario I broke down on a recent episode involving the aforementioned Xi Jinping functioning as a double agent for the alliance to bring down the CCP from within, in a similar manner as Trump playing both sides to an extent to expose the cabal in the United States by maneuvering under the cover of fog of war. And in my recent analysis, I pointed out the possibility of a Taiwan invasion to function as fog of war in the sense that the primary objective is to fully unseat the CCP from power under the guise of their one China policy of reunification with the mainland. See, I happen to think the effect of kinetic action on Taiwan will be regional and cause widespread destabilization sufficient to isolate the CCP and prompt the public reveal of a planned coup in China that actually already took place behind the scenes. In other words, I don't even really think that the CCP is still in control. I believe that Xi is functioning as the front man on behalf of the alliance to maintain optics until the right moment of revelation arrives. We've said right from the very beginning, folks, one way or another, the CCP has to go, whether by external force or by internal coup. So I think it's very likely that option two is what we're looking at and that Xi will be arrested as a key element of this pantomime so that he can reveal the truth at upcoming tribunals, perhaps even alongside other white hats like Vladimir Putin, maybe even Donald Trump. We've talked about that as well. But certainly one way or another, this coordinated military sting operation has to become public at a certain point. And I think that we're very rapidly approaching that point. So as we continue to track the downfall of the establishment power structure, we're in essence revealing the matrix for all of the world to see. And certainly there are multiple different angles to explore, not the least of which are the ongoing congressional investigations right here in the U.S., leading to the upcoming fake Biden impeachment hearings, which begin Thursday. And by the way, just yesterday, Representative Comer publicly revealed that Hunter Biden used his father's home address in Delaware to accept payments from the CCP. And folks, this is why the Communist Party in China could not survive. They had active plans to invade the United States assisted by internal traders on their payroll. We're talking about Chinese boots on the ground in America. That was their plan if Hillary had won. 
And so you have to ask yourself, do you really think all of this coming out is an accident? And do you really think that the CCP will even exist on the other side of this storm, considering that it's one of the primary tentacles of the cabal? And furthermore, would a geopolitical realignment like the one being spearheaded by the BRICS alliance even be possible if it were really the CCP in control of China? Especially considering the fact that we know that their social credit system is not supported by members of their own trade alliance. Folks, it was publicly rebuked at the BRICS summit in Johannesburg just a few weeks ago. And so I happen to think that the answers to these rhetorical questions are quite obvious. But getting back to the congressional investigations and the fake Biden impeachment, it was also revealed yesterday by ABC News, no less, that, quote, a federal probe into Biden's handling of classified docs prior to becoming president has grown into a sprawling examination of Obama-era security protocols and internal White House processes, end quote. And apparently, several witnesses have already been interviewed, including Blinken. And when I saw that story, I immediately recognized its significance on multiple different levels. First of all, it functioned as a way of revealing to patriots that the target of these investigations isn't limited to fake Biden or his son, but rather that these investigations are really about exposing the crimes of Obama who was at the helm for so much of this treasonous activity, including Hillary Rodham Clinton selling state secrets to none other than who? The CCP on her private server. So this is a way of confirming to those in the know, all of us, that these investigations are just warming up. They're just getting started, folks. And there are going to be many more dominoes to fall as this process matures in the coming months. This is about getting to the root of the corruption, but doing it in a methodical, legal way. Everything has to be by the book. Now, another reason I found this ABC story to be an important barometer is because it highlights the gradual reversal of the mainstream media. We all know that any information, even potentially harmful to cabal interests, have never seen the light of day until very recently. And of course, we've been tracking many examples where the mainstream media has actually begun to tell the truth. And notice that this is increasing as time passes. And if we zoom out a little bit more from the fact that the mainstream media is now beginning to tell the truth, and that the scope of these investigations is indeed much wider than we the people were initially led to believe, going back to previous presidencies, now that the cabal DOJ under Merrick Garland has established that legal precedent to do it with their persecution of Trump, which he refers to, by the way, as a witch hunt, we're once again squarely faced with the question of who's really in control. If this really was a cabal-led, controlled opposition paradigm, like many out there would have you believe about Q, then why is all of this happening? Why is the mainstream media breaking ranks all of a sudden and shining a spotlight on their champion, Obama? Why are these investigations paving the way for deeper levels of exposure? And why is the Mockingbird media reporting on it? Well, folks, I got to tell you, it seems far more likely to me 
that all of this is being directed behind the scenes by the military alliance as a part of this sting operation than the idea that the cabal is actually in control and allowing all of this to come out. Because what could possibly be their motivation to shift public opinion against themselves, to wake the people up, to expose all of their criminality? especially when the ignorance of the general public has always been essential for them to control consciousness and hence cling to power using divide and conquer tactics. In other words, there's literally no explanation that makes any sense other than patriots being in control. Now, again, that doesn't mean the entirety of the enemy has been defanged. But clearly the alliance bare minimum must have the upper hand steering the trajectory of this war if the mainstream media is shifting and deeper levels of corruption and evil are beginning to emerge into the information space and subsequently seep into the consciousness of the masses. The cabal has zero interest in having that happen. In fact, I would wager they're willing to do anything to prevent that from happening. And yet we're supposed to believe that Biden is really in power, that he's really in control, he's really steering public policy right now as all of this incriminating evidence is coming out about him about his family about all of his associates about past presidencies that he was involved in as far as i'm concerned folks two plus two equals four even if others are insisting it's five all of the chickens are coming home to roost folks i'm confident that most of you out there Watch Patrick Byrne's recent video breaking down what he calls the most significant news that we've seen since November of 2020. And that is that Smartmatic has been indicted by the DOJ for rigging the Filipino election in 2016. Now, on the surface, a lot of people might hear that and think, oh, it's just another nothing burger. But that's anything but true, folks. This is a monumentally important development. Now, this is a really interesting example of how mainstream media is currently functioning, considering the commentary I just provided. Now, obviously, mainstream media has not been fully converted, like I just said, and it continues to lie about most stories by misrepresenting the facts. But in a broader context, they're revealing white hat infiltration by even reporting on these stories, prompting the public to dig deeper for the truth amidst their rising levels of cognitive dissonance induced by the establishment lies. In other words, I believe it's likely they're being told what to report on by the White Hats, and even when they lie, they're playing into the alliance's hands because their credibility has been so tarnished. Either they tell the truth, or they prompt the public to seek it out themselves. This has all been a part of the alliance strategy to reach a critical mass of public support for military intervention. So with that in mind, we have CNN and others trying to claim that the Smartmatic indictment is focused on bribery and that Smartmatic wasn't used to steal the election. But the reality of the matter is, as Pat Byrne points out in his video, the bribery aspect of the indictment was directly related to the election theft because that's what the funds were used for to bribe officials to fix the Filipino vote and then keep quiet about it. And that it was, in fact, Smartmatic software inside the Dominion machines as the operating system that enabled the fraud to take place. 
But that's not even the crux of why this indictment is so important and what it reveals. By bringing these charges against Smartmatic, the DOJ is making a de facto admissions that elections can, in fact, be rigged. And what's more, they can, in fact, be rigged using Smartmatic software, which is inside all of the Dominion machines. The Smartmatic software was bought by Dominion and used in our election to steal the vote. Remember how they kept saying that was a conspiracy theory? Now, all of a sudden, we have the Department of Justice indicting Smartmatic in a case that ultimately is going to reveal how they stole not only the Filipino election in 2016, but the U.S. election in 2020. And so all of this is coming out after years of denying that using voting machines to steal the vote was even possible. The mainstream media outright told everyone that that was impossible. There was no such thing. And now all of a sudden, we have the DOJ openly admitting that that argument is false while simultaneously revealing the division within the Department of Justice, because no doubt there are good men and women who have been activated to counter the criminality within the three-letter agencies. So the world is indeed changing, folks. The matrix is being revealed. Governments all over the world are crumbling. Big tech and big pharma are being exposed in collusion with government entities to roll out a genocidal agenda and to stifle any dissent in the process. Wall Street is being exposed as intimately connected with human trafficking and pedophilia. We also see the gradual awareness of a satanic presence amongst us as the truth about this Babylonian death cult becomes increasingly more apparent through its symbology, which indeed will be its downfall. We've seen the Hollywood establishment exposed, along with the NFL, Nike, the music industry, and all of the corporate entities like Balenciaga and Walmart and Kohl's that are openly promoting the grooming and sexualization of children. And on top of that, of course, we have the emerging evidence from both the Anthony Weiner and the Hunter Biden laptops, which reveal the truth about what these monsters do behind closed doors. Certainly, Frazzle Drip comes to mind along with the leaked photos of Maria Abramovich and the spirit cooking. This is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. And certainly there are countless other examples that have been dripped out to us over the past couple of years to reveal the depravity of our enemy. We've also come to learn about deep underground military bases, about human trafficking on an industrial scale, about the tunnels that span the entirety of the earth underground about adrenochrome harvesting and production. We know the statistics on how many people go missing every year. We know about the Red Shoe Club. We know about the Black Eye Club. I could go on and on. We see how the congressional investigations are setting up disclosure on the COVID-19 anti-human agenda, as well as the industrial-scale human trafficking that I just mentioned a moment ago, which is the true epidemic that has been fueling the evil of this cabal and all of their operations for centuries. We can see how these investigations are setting up disclosure to expose the coup run by Obama, who I mentioned a little bit earlier. And certainly they're highlighting the criminality of fake Biden. And in addition to all that, we have the Trump trial that's looming. 
which is going to enable the relitigation of the results of the 2020 election. We also have an active investigation into Anthony Fauci being headed up by Rand Paul, which is not only exposing the origins of the bioweapon, but also revealing the collusion of big pharma and the academic community in the effort to present junk pseudoscience to the public as a justification for the unprecedented worldwide lockdown that we lived through and that many people didn't. And of course, we've got a cadre of whistleblowers continuing to come forward with revelations about the secret space program, about non-terrestrials, about UAPs and UFOs, and of particular importance in terms of the Trump investigation, the weaponization of the three-letter agencies. So the entire picture is beginning to come together as we brace for the beginning of the impeachment of fake Biden, which will no doubt expose the pay-to-play scheme that he made famous with regard to Burisma, and of course, his direct involvement in human trafficking on the border, which is going to lead to a wider-scale investigation that will expose, amongst other things, his island on the Caribbean, a la Jeffrey Epstein. And of course, this is happening right alongside revelations about J.P. Morgan and the wide-ranging connections of Wall Street to human trafficking. So as this geopolitical realignment continues, and we see the BRICS nations spearheading the de-dollarization effort, which will bring the entire fiat banking system to its knees prior to the rollout of Nassar, which has to happen, we certainly know that there will be at least one major black swan event. I happen to think many, as I said before, that's going to represent the implosion of the financial system, which I happen to believe will also trigger the EAS and everything that follows. Most importantly, justice, but also a golden age of free energy, debt forgiveness, abolishment of the IRS, and the release of hidden and suppressed technologies, including med beds and a whole wide range of healing modalities. This world is right on the cusp of a revolution like we've never seen before, folks. As you've heard me say many times, this has been a harrowing struggle. And certainly, we've sacrificed a great deal along the way in order to stand up to this evil. And in so doing, ensure a future for our children and their children and all of our progeny out into the future. Ultimately, what we stand for represents everything good and just and true. And so I encourage everybody out there to take heart in the information that I provided tonight, hold the line, and trust God. We wait upon his timing to reveal his hand and ultimately deliver us from evil in Jesus' name. All right, everyone, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Please take a moment to hit that like button if you did and let me know what you thought of today's episode in the comments. Make sure that you're following me on all the different platforms I'm on. I'm on BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, and Podbean. And you can also follow me on Truth Social and Telegram, where I'm very active. I also want to urge folks to become a supporter on my Locals community. There's a link in the description for patriotunderground.locals.com support. You can sign up for $5 a month, get access to the Patriot Underground chats, first access to all of my new content. I'm going to be rolling out live Q&A starting in October. So for $5 a month, you can be a part of all this, folks, or you can make a one-off donation to support my work. God bless each and every one of you out there who has chosen to support me. I love each and every one of you. 
You can also support my work by going to patriotunderground.shop and picking up an item or two. I have a wide variety, very affordably priced, very high quality. I've gotten very good reviews. Thank you to everybody out there who's made a purchase. And I also want to encourage folks to click the links in the description for the different affiliates that I have partnered with. First one I'm going to mention is grassfedinusa.com. The best steaks that you're ever going to taste, folks, shipped directly to your door. Filet mignon, ground beef, ribeyes, sirloins. It's an endless variety of high quality. I mean, I'm talking about premium quality meats, folks. Grass-fed, completely organic, no hormones, no antibiotics, no mRNA injections, nothing but pure, amazing, delicious beef delivered directly to your door. You might as well shop with the good guys. And on that note, folks, wherever we have the opportunity to reallocate our financial resources to align with our political and spiritual values, I do believe it's incumbent upon all of us to do that, which is why I partnered with switch-stores.com slash Patriot Underground. Click that link and find out how easy it is to do your shopping with a patriotic company that provides some of the best products that you are ever going to use for your personal and your household needs. They also have the best vitamins and supplements out there, an amazing variety of high-quality essential oils. They just have an incredible store, folks. You really need to check it out. Start doing your shopping with the good guys. Get away from the big box conglomerates that take your money and shovel it into operations that are designed to destroy us and weaken us. <laughs> Make the switch today. And lastly, I just want to mention PatriotUndergroundGold.com and PatriotUndergroundSilver.com. Click those links and you'll discover how easy it is to roll over your 401k and your IRA into precious metals. The world is de-dollarizing. The, dollar, the stock market is in major trouble, folks, despite the optics that are being created to prop up the system. We're going to see an absolutely spectacular collapse of the financial system. And when that happens, you want your retirement savings, everything that you've worked so hard your entire life to earn, to be in precious metals, gold and silver. You don't want it to be tied up in the stock market and ultimately the dollar. Now is the time. Click those links, folks, and I promise you, you'll be happy you did. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back soon with another report. Until then, God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.